Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee with a, with a little espresso shot. It's not a big one, but um, just a little, little one, but might be a little controversial. So the topic is, has kata ruined karate? No, 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 please don't turn it off. Listen to me. Don't just... <laughs> um, then just uh, write me off straight away. Let's let's delve into it. So, basically, the other night in class, I obviously taught a fantastic one. Um, the emphasis was on chudan shutuke or um, in um, a knife knife hand block. Um, it's often has it's often been referred to as like the biggest mistake in the evolution of karate. Uh, I did another podcast episode on it. This one is not about that, but um, if you look at the way that Shito Ryu or Shito Kai do like a Shito Kai, it's like a chopping action. Um, it sort of comes from the shoulder and it shoots out um, with, and the fingers are pointing towards the sky. And that really, so if you, hang on, one second guys, this is Karate for Coffee. I have a a um, long black so let me have a quick quick sip of it oh it's a little hot ouch but i'm a little cold so it might warm me up a bit so so if you're looking at the the face value of that uh shituke that in that knife hand block um the way that shitoru do it it really it, it looks it looks like you're you're hitting with the palm um and I, I don't believe that was the original intention of, of that sort of movement. Um, the way that we practice uh, Shituke is the same as a Shoenru or Shotokan sort of way. It's uh, more of a, a swinging movement. Uh, the way I explain it, it's not to think about using your, your hand to do the blocking, but more about using your forearm to do the block. It's, it's not a knife hand block, but more of a sword arm block. So when we, we, we should be using the forearm to intercept an attack. Uh, like for this, for this instance, when it's, it's a hook, hooking action, a hooking punch, a swing punch, that sort, of, um, that sort of punch is what we're looking at. So we use the, the shutuke using your forearm. So I, I get my members to think about Try to think about using your forearm to block rather than your your fingers. So, you know, you, your forearm is huge where your fingers are small. Um, just a some say that there is no there are no blocks in karate, only attacks. So some say we train our body to become a weapon. Your fingers and the tips of your toes must be like arrows. Your arms must be like iron. You have to think that if you kick, you try to kick the enemy dead. If you punch, you must thrust to kill. If you strike, then you strike to kill the enemy. That was a quote from Choshan Chibana. It's actually in the latest season of the Netflix show, Stranger Things. Now, 
I did I did stop this recording, go and find that quote and then come back. So it's not, it's not like I know the quote off the top of my head. But when I did see that episode of, of Stranger Things, one of the characters uh, is a black belt in karate or recently got his black belt in karate. And I said in the 80s, so definitely Sean and Uri was pretty popular um, at that time, of, you know, from the 60s onwards. So, um, but when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my God. And I jumped on Facebook to see if other people had been talking about it, but nobody really heard it. Or, or um, I mean, the, the quote was not direct, but it was very similar. So I, I, I'd heard that quote many times, so I was pretty happy to see it. But anyway, back, back to what we are discussing. Um, so, you know, we, we train our body to be, to be strong. So when somebody does attack you, you're actually attacking them using your limbs because they're so hardened and they're so strong from the training. So that's the, the quote, you know, um, your arms must be like iron, fingers, uh, fingers and your toes must be like arrows. So that's, that's what they're trying to say when, when they say there's no blocks in karate because your, your, your body is like a weapon. So, but back to Shutuke. So when I, I use an analogy when I'm talking about Shutuke, when I'm explaining the, the movement, it's like using a, a cricket bat or a baseball bat. The handle is your hand and the forearm is the bat. Nobody uses a handle to hit the ball because the, 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 the baseball bat or the cricket bat are thicker, wider for that purpose, the same as your arm. So when somebody's swinging a, swinging a punch at you, you don't use your the 77 bones in your hand. Now I'm no medical doctor, so don't quote me on that, but there are there are a lot more bones, little bones in your hand than, than in your forearm. So it would make more sense to use your forearm to, to block an attack. And if you're doing a knife hand block and using the hand as the block, you're gonna hurt yourself. So how does that, so, so that discussion with, with the members, um, we then, we then did a comparison between the opening of Kenku or Kusenku, Koshokandai. So, um, at Map My Dojo, we called Koshokandai. Um, so I'm just going to refer to it as that, but some knows as Kenku and Kusenku or Koshokan. Um, we, we refer to it as Koshokan just to be <laughs> a little bit different, I'm not sure. So, but in the version of Koshokan Short, we do, we do an Jordan Uchi Uke. So with the fist next to the elbow, we do to the left and to the right. So much, so the, the movement looks like a Sasuke or Morotu Uke type movement. So the, the, the finger, the little finger is not touching the elbow, but next to the elbow. So you can, when you're looking at that, you can clearly see that the movement is to protect your face using the inside of your forearm to block. Um, the, the elbow, the elbow is actually in line with your shoulder, uh, which means your fist is above your, your face. So you can see the, the use of the forearm. However, when you look at Koshok and Dai, the opening moves are similar but the block is to the body. So left and the right, and the hands are open. So the hands are closed in Koshokan Shot, 
but they're open in Koshokandai. Whether the fingers are open or closed, it doesn't really make a difference. What we're, we're really practicing is a muscle memory to defend against somebody swinging at us, doing a hook punch at us. Um, the same, same principles and concepts, movements, um, you know, they're, they're the same. Whether it's the opening of, of Sanxin or Seisan or any type of a inside block, whether you call Uchuke or Sotuke, out to in or in to out. I think most Shotokan call this um, Uchuke, whereas I think almost everybody else calls it Uchuke. So, you know, doesn't really make a difference, but um, but the position the position is the same, you know, whether whether the fingers are open or closed. The the elbow is in the same position, you know, one, one fist from your body to your ribs. Um, some, some say san, the fingers are open. Some say san, the fingers are closed. But it's the same same technique. It's the same concept. Same, the same the same principles. So from there, we then started to talk about um, the differences in it. Then I mentioned that, in fact, in Kenku short, uh, the shorter conversion is to the body, and in Kenku Dai, it's to your defending the face. So the exact opposite of how we practice it. So Kushokun Shou, our Kushokun Shou is head height, whereas Kenku Shou in Shotokan and most uh, Shitoru is Chudan. So then we started talking about the, the confusing, the, the confusion, which one is right, which one is wrong. Um, you know, like why, why, why is the difference? we don't we don't know you know we can really we can hypothesize we can have an educated guess we can do research you know but we just we don't really know this discussion moved into if we took kata out of karate is it still karate yeah totally it is but kata kata is such a massive part of karate and and if there was no kata in karate, I'm sure karate would have evolved into something like a kickboxing type combat duel, a Muay Thai, uh, a karate combat. They're all very similar. Um, the rules are different, but the movements are similar. So, so without kata, can we still call it karate? Kata, kata is such a, such a huge element of karate. Uh, and we, we just, we still don't understand kata. It, this is, this is what's been driving many people around the world, driving some of them to learn more and more and leaving some people to just leave. I mean, uh, if you look at kata from a face value, it, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like any fighting, doesn't look like self-defense. Um, just looks like random movements. The, the obsession with understanding kata has kept millions of people involved in karate, trying to learn more and more and more. What did the original kata look like? Why does Sensei A do it like this? Why does Sensei B do the same kata but looks like this? Why does Sensei C call it a different name and but it's the same kata? What, why, why are they slightly different? 
Why is one dojo of the same association different to the next dojo? Why are there no more shigeri in Qatar? Why, why is the hand open? Why is it closed? Why are we punching chudan? It, it's like a puzzle. Every time we learn something new, it's, it's adding a piece of a piece to that puzzle. We are really, we are starting to understand more and more about Kata. We've got more and more pieces. Um, and that's, that has really what, what has kept Karateka involved for 30, 40, 50 years. I know it's definitely, it definitely drove my father to learn more and more about karate. Um, and that is really what we're talking about. If, if you took Kata out of karate, what would karate look like? Well, I believe karate, as, as I said earlier, would have evolved in, into a, a combat sport. Uh, if there's no kata, if there's no kata, there's no confusion about what karate is. You take kata out and there's no kata, then there's no confusion about what karate is. Nobody would be asking, why does karate have static chudan punches? Why are we blocking chudan? Why are we punching chudan? If there's no kata, we're not blocking chudan. Not not in the in the typical way that is in the kata. But what about the kata kihan? What about the, what about the kihan? Well, kihan is based in and around kata. Most dojo, their kihan consists of moving up and down the, the floor, even doing different drills, but based in and around kata. If you took that out, that kata element out, they're not going to be practicing the movements because what, what, what would be the point? So this, this is where this, I stopped talking to the members at this point, um, cause I wanted to really get my thoughts on it first, but, um, you know, if, if karate had no kata and evolved into what would probably become something around kickboxing type movements, um, there wouldn't be any punches to the body, you know, um, Kyokushin exists with punches to the body, but again, that, is, that also stems from, from karate and also the kata. Um, maybe the rules would be a little different, but, um, but you can still, I mean, the intent would still be there. You, you wouldn't be doing static punches, leaving the punches out, they'd be out and back. Um, you know, like, we, we all should know, know by now, there's been so much research and so many books and articles, and podcasts, YouTube videos about how kata has, has altered and changed and modified to make it safer for children to practice karate. So like things like fingers to the eyes and now closed fist movements, shoulder height. Um, if you look at Kushokan Dai, Go back to Kushokundai or Kekudai. Just before you do a funk kick and an elbow strike, there's that that shoulder that, that movement where the, the fist goes out shoulder height. As far as I know and as far as I've been told, that used to be fingers to the eyes and a kick to the groin, grab the back of the head, elbow, and if they've moved back, you, you strike them. Um, but things like that, uh, they've been changed, you know. And if you look at face value, you, you couldn't you couldn't understand it unless somebody explained it to you. Um, punches to the face have been changed to the body. Throws, takedowns, they've 
they were removed. All, all of the nasty things that, that you can do, they've been taken out of Qatar. So if the Qatar, this is the, the flip side to it. If the Qatar had never changed, if we had never, never changed the Qatar to make it safer for children, if it never evolved into what we, what we see now, then it would be a lot easier to see the transition from Qatar to a realistic one-on-one -on -one combat duel, like a kickboxing type match. Um, and there would be no confusion between Qatar and Kumite. If it had never changed, it had never evolved, it'd be so much easier to see. So, but Qatar, Qatar, Qatar is there, Qatar was there for self-defense, not dueling, two, two totally different things. But at some point, karate invented Kumite. And as any, anything, um, any physical movement will naturally have a competitive element to it. Um, and I think with the evolution of Kumite, you can see you don't need Kata to be a good Kumite player. I know it's controversial, but I guarantee you I could start a Kumite academy, not teach Kata, and, and produce Kumite champions. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have to teach Kata to teach Kumite. Um, but, you know, back, back at the, like, if you took, I mean, like, Kata isn't the only, only difference between karate and Muay Thai or kickboxing. Um, what about the Makiwara? Yeah, 100%. But Makiwara were created because at the time there were no heavy bags to train on. They hadn't, they hadn't invented the heavy bags. They hadn't invented the focus pads, speedball. But now, do you need a Makiwara if, if apart from the, um, apart from the tradition of it or keeping part of a Okinawan culture? I mean, that's the big reason that we, that we practice it. Um, you know, the, the MMA fighters and kickboxers, they use heavy bags, focus pads, focus pads, tie pads, um, for the same reason as the Makuara to condition their hands, their feet, their body. Um, you know, that it would be the same. There's also Hojuandu to strengthen their bodies. Things like they used to use Chishi uh, jars for grip strength, iron ring, things like that. Um, because at the time there were no dumbbells, no kettlebells. Um, and we, ha we have all of those now as well. So like those professional fighters are doing the same thing. You know, they're, they're doing, they're using kettlebells, dumbbells, gym, um, cutting weight, lots of those things because it's just evolution. So if there's no cutter, what are they practicing at home? So if, if you go to the gym, dojo, um, different, but when you're practicing at home, what are you practicing? I, I guarantee you they'll be practicing solo drills, punching and kicking, kicking the air, um, punching and kicking their own makawara at home, using, using equipment that has been designed to increase muscle. But definitely. Same as boxers, MMA fighters, Muay Thai guys, they're, they're all the same. Even those who train in sports kumite and karate combat, they're doing solo and partner drills at home. Same, the same. 
So without without the confusion surrounding kata, without what it, what I mean is like without without the confusion surrounding what kata is, what kata isn't, um, the thousands of interpretations of movements, the bunkai, the history, the oil, whatever you want to call call that, you know, Karataka seeking to find the answers, the, finding the pieces of the puzzle. I doubt, I doubt karate would be as popular as, as it is today. So, so that comes back to has has kata has kata ruined karate? Do we put too much emphasis on kata, especially for things like gradings? Um, do we practice too much kata? Are we spending too much time on kata and in kata kion? We we really we know so little about kata. Like in all seriousness, we don't know the original intention of kata. Like a lot of the, and I'm talking kata that was you know a hundred plus years ago, hundred plus. What what year is it now? So I mean even before the 120, 130 years before that, um, we don't really even know the name of the kata. You know, if a, if a kata has evolved, has transitioned from China to Okinawa, um, we can have a guess of the person. It's somebody's name, somebody's town. Uh, but we don't even really know their Chinese name. We're just, we're going off an Okinawan name um, that nothing was written down. And then you translate translate that or change that into uh, Japanese, Japanese language. And then they've got to try and create a, a, a kanji character that sounds like it. And then it changes and or changes the whole aspect of the cutter. You know, like, we, we really, we don't, that's just the name. We don't know the original intention of the cutter. How much how much change has there been to cutter? Has cutter just changed so much that it that it's ruined karate? Has have the the changes of cutter ruined the ruined our training? Has has it ruined karate? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Look, these are the things that keep me up at night. But um, in in my opinion, yes and no. Um, many people would have quit karate, thinking that kata. Not even quit karate. Just wouldn't even look at karate because they look at kata, and it looks like a child's activity. Um, other people would have quit karate because the kata is too hard. You know, we, we expect it to be at a certain standard, but for what purpose? For what purpose do we want a kata to look good? I mean, and when we say look good, you know, be sharp, you know, you strike forward. Whereas really the kata, if kata, if we didn't have kata, we would be doing drills all the time, hitting stuff, hitting bags not doing competitions not everybody wants to do competitions not everybody wants to do bouts matches um however if we took kata out there would be no confusion about what the techniques are for um and now like the shuduke movement it's confusing it's confusing so without kata yeah
I don't know. Um, sometimes I love kata and sometimes I hate it because it's such a polarizing, such a polarizing part of karate. Um, but without kata, karate isn't whole. So yes and no, but could I do karate without doing kata? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm happy to teach kumite as a standalone, 100%. You don't need kata to teach kumite. Um, and people will be yelling about it, but you, you seriously do not. Um, that's my opinion. This is my podcast. So if would love to hear your opinion. I'm, I'm always wrong. So please, if, if you think so, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree? Kata has ruined karate. Or Shane, are you, have you lost it? Have you finally lost the plot? Without, without Kata, there's no karate. Mm, yes and no. Maybe, maybe not. Would love to hear your opinion. Uh, good or bad, hate me or not. Let me know. Chat to you soon. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.